Fellas, what's up with y'all? What tell up, your homeboy? Right. Hey. Tell your homeboy. Tell your homeboy and homegirl. <laughs> it's time for tell my your homeboy, homeboy podcast. <laughs> hey, tell them to tune in, man. Tell your homeboy and homegirl. And, and shout us out on some of them reviews too. If y'all, if y'all with it, if y'all really about that action, man, go ahead and you know tap in on your Apple or your Spotify. Leave us a five star review. You know, like your favorite Uber driver. I got you, man. I bet y'all too scared to leave a review. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, how y'all been though, man? Man, I've been good. Uh shit a lot of bandwidth I've been using just on life, but I've been in a good headspace through it all, so I've been enjoying life right now. Man, I um doing good. It's uh springtime, pollen's out, my car yalla. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I just been chilling, man. Just I'm focusing energy on the right places and not trying to waste too much energy. You know, yeah, that's real that efficiency. Shit, that's been real for me, man. Like, especially just normal shit that I do. Like for people, I'm like, bro, you can do this shit yourself. Cause I, I, <laughs> I just ain't got energy to do anything above like what you actually need from me. Yeah, fuck them kids, even if they grown. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and with that being said, I do want to say uh, happy Resurrection Day to my uh, favorite homeboy, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my homie. Yo, the, the Easter memes this year have been A1. I, I have to say that. Y'all remember the iconic uh, Genuine performance on 106 in Park where he came out on a stretcher and it was like, oh, we got to pump his heart. We got to get him back. Yeah, yeah. And then he get up off the stretcher dancing. They was like, Jesus was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole clip, man. I was. Man. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Shout out to all the Easter memes, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, Nigga. But black folk. Well, just. I ain't. I, I'm, I'm trying to get out of just saying everything. Giving credit to black folks for everything. I know we, we do deserve credit right, for a I whole say, heap of shit. For a whole heap of shit. But just like. All these memes and shit, bro. The the way they do this shit so fucking fast. The internet undefeated. Yeah, the internet. Like them motherfuckers is undefeated for real. And and people do that shit so quick, and it be like so relatable to like whatever you know what I'm saying. Like they might reach all the way back to the '90s for some shit, and it always hit. It's like how the fuck. First of all, how did you think about that shit that fast? How the fuck did you find the clip that fast for the meme? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people just be on this shit. Like, I will say, I feel like people on the internet be on the same brain. brain oh, yeah. Because I don't know if y'all noticed, but Jason Weaver had a huge 2020. Did Everyone it? been showing Jason Weaver love. He's a GOAT, Man, in my opinion. He is a GOAT, but like. Yeah. So he's been doing mad interviews, uh, and, you know, they talk about his his movies. I've literally watched him, because I, I follow him online, like, before he, you know, started popping on 2020. But I've literally seen him repost several interviews he's done all last year, and even this year, where he's retold the story how he became the uh, the singing voice of Simba on the line. Oh, yeah. He, he was just on Zooming with the homie with Ty, to hear, and it was like a... Jason Weaver Appreciation Hour. I forgot that man was in lottery ticket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Him and Leslie Jones was talking about how they had such strong, uh, strong chemistry uh, making a movie. They was like, man, y'all, you know, they said they hired them to be the funny people and they hired other people to be actors. They was like, man, they killed, they all shining y'all. This oh, be no. So, like, Jason Weaver's been getting love, yeah. well, at least on my timeline, all 2020. And then he was Lil' Michael, so you know. I, I, yeah. That's how he got the the Lion King. The Lion King role. Yeah. It was? Yeah, yeah, Elton John showed up to the set of where they were singing uh Who's Loving You. The playback wasn't working. He sang it live. Elton John went holla at the moms. The moms was like, Well, you can interview for Disney. He's like, Cool, whatever. Oh, so, he also, I wanna say, if my memory serves me correctly, like the deal 
that his mom set up around that fucking yeah. him being the voice in the Lion King, like set that nigga up for his entire life. Oh yeah, yeah. He told that story. So 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 he was he he was supposed to be the voice and the singing voice. However, they had already inked in Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So they was like, we can't renege on the contract. So he's gonna do the voice. We're at least gonna ink you in and do the singing. Uh, and then his they they gave the contract to, to Jason Weaver. It was just gonna be a flat rate. Yeah, it was and his mom's be- his mom's was like, uh, if y'all offering this much up front, let's we see need- what a residual contract will look like. So mm. they, so they end up signing a residual contract. And Jason Weaver was like, yo, after the line came, I really didn't have to work no more. Pay me an equity. Shout yeah. out to B. <laughs> hey, he he's actually like one of my favorite actors. I like I like the. The low budget shit. I like the high budget shit. Like, uh, he was in uh, Smart, Smart Guy. Guy. Yep. Like, uh, ATL. He was like one of yeah. my favorite characters. What's this? Man. Was it Summertime Switch? Summertime Switch is my favorite movie. Yeah. I, I love that movie. Bruh. I'm familiar with that. It's one. a Disney movie. What? And it's, 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 it's like if you watch it with a 2020 lens, you're like, oh, this, this movie all the way terrible because it's like a hood black dude who go to a, a preppy white summer camp and the privileged white kid go to the hood summer camp because of mistaken identity. Oh shit. I do. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that shit. Now it was so messed up about that. It was like, yo, the black kid can't play in the basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was like, in this. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just like, nah, he went into good. But go ahead. <laughs> nah, he was in this. Uh, I don't know if y'all ever seen it. Uh, it was this movie called love for sale. Uh, it had Melissa Ford in there. It had Jackie Long. Jackie Long was the main character, and he was a side character in the movie. I believe I've seen. It's it. one of them. Like it's one of them. Like you, you deep into Netflix, and you've run across. Yeah. It. Well, uh, this, okay. this was back What's the before name Netflix. Right before love Netflix. For love for sale. All right, I'm a, yeah, I'm a Google. Do my I, I fucking love that movie. It's it's stupid as fuck, bro. <laughs> it's it's one of them stupid movies, but I'm a sucker for one of them. Like them the movies that like like. People don't like Soul Plane or so people call Soul Plane whack. Bro, Soul Plane movie. is fire. Yeah, to me. I love that movie. Now, <laughs> now, no, seriously, like look at Soul Plane now. If you watch it again, you be like, damn, it's like watching an old music video. You be like, damn, this shit fire. You, you know what actor? I hate to switch subjects, but you know what actor I thought was gonna blow up and be that guy, but he like fizzled off. Who? Keith Robinson. He was the guy that was playing. Oh yeah, the Morehouse student in This Christmas. Oh, vaguely, yeah, 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 vaguely, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah. So he was also on Dreamgirls as uh, the producer, Effie's brother. Yeah, I he think. was in a couple things. So he did a lot of great movies like Dreamgirls, This Christmas. He was a red Power Ranger. Was he? Yeah, he was a red Power Ranger. I was like, oh, he finna just take off. And then nothing. Damn. Damn. He still do stuff every now and then, but it's not on the level on which he was. Man, Weinstein didn't get his way. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Hey, he, he turned back to the Power Ranger on Weinstein. Huh? <laughs> like, right, start kicking and punching. No, t- you can- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, yo, this is my homeboy, Napoleon. This is my homeboy, Eric, a.k.a. E-Moneybags, a.k.a. 121 Dreams, 121 Dreamers on Instagram. A.k.a. Pretty fly for a fat guy. A.k.a. A.k.a. Easy Money. A.k.a. A.k.a. E money, okay. <laughs> Mr. B safe. Uh. <laughs> and this is my homeboy Antoine Twan Lack. Okay, <laughs> what's the rest of them? All though. <laughs> <laughs> you have fifteen nicknames. I want fifteen nicknames too. <laughs> you gotta work for them things. Man. <laughs> and this is this is this is my, my home homeboys podcast. podcast. Yo, we gotta stop doing that so cheesy, man. We can toughen that up a little bit. I know I started too. Hey, yeah, man, we you definitely know. did. We be sound like Pleasantville on the intro. <laughs> my humble. Hey, man, we got we gotta let them know before we start saying all oh, the cr- 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 cr. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we start cranking our engines. <laughs> but nah, man, y- y'all been good. I do want to say since we were going down the line of reminiscing. One of the, I think it was maybe like the second CD I bought. It was by this dude named Dark Man X. And it had the about three Kims on there. <laughs> that was what these bitches want for my name. So, hold on, so what? what was the first CD you bought? I, it, man, it had to be like Master P. 
either Master P or Montel Jordan in the in the cassette with the single and then, you know, the Got instrumental the on the other side. But the second one was was that the Great Depression? I feel like that was the Great Depression album. The what? The Great Depression Your album. Your second album to say you bought. Oh, nah, I think it was then there and then there was X. I think that was the name of it. Okay. I think that was because it it was it was dark as Dell is it was it's, it's dark, dark and Dell is hot. Blood of my blood, dark flesh of my flesh. And hell is hot. Yeah. Flesh of my flesh. Blood of my blood. And then there was X. And then, then there was, was X. X. So yeah. then it was X. Okay. The Great Depression was out there. So that was the yeah. second album you ever bought. Yeah, so I ain't start getting money until middle school. You know, okay. All right. Allowance you know, had to save up. Just a quick set way. Brett, did y'all ever do Columbia House? Oh, bro, yes. This was early 90s, <laughs> bro. It got whooped, boy. Bro, yeah, bro, <laughs> came. My mom was so fucking mad. Me and my sister did it together. And my sister was five years older than me, so man. So she knew better. Yeah, right. we, we had, we ordered about, I think you got like 12 CDs. Like, 15? Yeah, it depends on what magazine you had. You get like 20 CDs for, for a penny. Bro, we had, we had um, the Brat album. We had uh, Kurt Franklin. Them the major two that I remember. New and Nation I, Project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we, bro, when them shits came, my mom was mad as fuck. Fuck, because she was like, how the fuck y'all get these shits? And you had to act like you weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> and we still kept the CDs, so it was like, we got to listen to the music. What they going to do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but back to, to X, man. Yeah, no, nah, I just remember listening to it, man. Just on the way, walking to Fort Middle School, just listening to uh, everything, man. It's, Prayers, it's, everything. Yeah, it was crazy because uh, my neighbor across the street, man, he had... He was heavy into DMX, and I was like, I don't know who this is. You know, he had bought the CDs, man. He was listening to that shit every day. He let me borrow it one time. I was like, oh, this shit hard. Like, uh, what was what was the the uh, demon alter ego? Damien. Damien, bro. Yeah. DMX went on them fucking albums, bro. Like, that was, like, one of the first albums that I can recall that had, like, where they did the alter ego shit. You know, yeah, what I, mean? like, I think yeah, that might have been my first introduction to it too. I wonder if I wonder if that came out first or vice versa. Oh, DMX, easy. You think so? Easy, easy. DMX can I just know from the timing because, bro, I remember like they were niggas wanted pit bulls, and then I was I'm always been a small frame dude, and DMX just was a small frame dude, and seemed like he just didn't give a fuck. So I knew if I ever had to be about it, it was like fucking. I'm finna just snap like. Whatever it is, is what it's gonna be. Cause he ain't scared, and I ain't scared either. <laughs> like dead ass serious. Yeah. My first introduction to DMX was the Rough Rider Anthems video. And yeah. Then, and then when we got to middle school, that song was what we would chant at Black Monroe Middle School on the way to the Hell game yeah. and on yeah. the way back from the Stop. game. And I remember Stop. this cat named Al freestyle with it. He was like. Man, they want a toy. What? Because I'm the water boy. What? That was so hard. <laughs> it was like the best. Like, so DMX is like, he's, and, and then playing, you know, I'm, I like playing video games. All the Def Gems, like fight games. Yeah. I always play DMX because DMX just was always one of the tougher rappers in my opinion. Like, you, right, I'm about to get into a fist man. fight. Who do I want? Ludacris? Or DMX. <laughs> right, you throwing balls and just got them eating a nigga face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, Luda's my dude. I mean no disrespect, but like, when you in a cage, who's going to fight X? <laughs> <laughs> right. Damn, Def Jam, Vendetta, and all that shit. Def Jam, Fight for oh, New yeah, York. Oh, yeah, Fight for New York, Vendetta, all them. Right. I used to love all of them, story mode. They need yeah. to bring them back. Yeah, that, yeah. Shit, that is something they could bring back. They need to bring back. That Blitz... They need the NFL uh, Street, NBA, NBA Jam. I was gonna say NBA Street, NBA Jam, NBA Jam. Actually, like they never left that shit. It's just you don't never hear about the shit. Yeah, but you could buy it for like eight dollars on. Yeah, like, NBA on Jam is still out. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, they got the big heads and stuff. Yeah, ah damn. In fact, you can go to Best Buy and buy the console. Yeah, like the uh, little arcade machine. Well, they need to bring it back for real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like need to update it for the next gen. You ain't got to bring it back. You can bring it to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. so we're talking about DMX because DMX, unfortunately, um, had some health issues. Had right some now. health issues over this weekend. And, you know, our thoughts and prayers with DMX. And we just want to think of all the positive memories we have from DMX music, man. Just 
Bro, DMX was so fucking big, bro. Like, like when you think about it, when you think about just like the type of music that DMX made, I would have never seen him getting as big as he as he did. Like, as far as his songs, like white people be singing them fucking songs. Bro, hell yeah. man, what the y'all gonna make me lose my bro, bro? That still be on like what was that scary movie or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. My like, favorite uh head of state with Chris Rock. That's what that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. So I was watching a, a, a YouTube video like Friday or Saturday and Rough Rider Anthem. The album was done. Swiss Beast was trying to get into production and he handed DMX to B. He was like, I don't want that. It's corny. It's whack. I don't want to do it. He lost uh, like gambling to Swiss Beast's cousin. And it was like, yo, payment is you write a song to that beat. DMX, yeah, I heard that story. And DMX was like, I don't want to do it. It's so whack. But I lost the bet. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead. 15 minutes, he said the song was written. And if you think of, in the bottle. If you think of DMX, Rough Rider Anthems is one of the top songs you think of, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, most definitely. Man, DMX had so many moments. And then, just even like I was saying, like, y'all going to make me lose my mind. Like, he in the white room doing the puff shiny suit shit, but it didn't look whack at all. Yeah, like, it was hard. Yeah, yeah. Was like, he still, I know what I'm saying? In a shiny suit, you still, like, looking at this man like, oh, man. Like, he had the shiny suit and the wheat, uh, wheat tails. You know, I, I hang around some New York cats. <laughs> I know the names. The beef yeah. and broccolis, the wheats. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man, DMX was in Belly. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I, bro, when I was young, I ain't understand Belly. Like, just because... I wasn't in that life. I wasn't from that life. I ain't know nothing. <laughs> they did try to put life. a lot of stuff in the belly, but yeah. Yeah. nah, that was a good ass fucking. Put the weed in the back. My <laughs> godson name is sincere. For real, from wow. belly. Yeah. And then Nas was talking about going back to Africa in that movie. That was a that was a good fucking movie, man. DMX yeah. is low key an underrated rapper turned actor. You always hear about the comments, the most devs. Of course, Queen Latifah, the goat. Will Smith is really like, like you, people forget. DMX had Romeo. DMX, wasn't in Romeo much. No, he was. But he had the uh, movie he, with Steven Seagal, oh, like uh, Cradle to the Grave. Cradle yeah. to the Grave. I feel like they had like three movies. Yeah, they had a whole little series of movies. It, it felt like it was DMX, Anthony Anderson, Steven Seagal, yep, yep. and then like. Just random other black actors. They did a whole series of movies together. It was yeah. like, all right, we're going to take out Jet Li, put in Steven Seagal. All right, yeah, right. He had a movie with, well, Jet Li was in Romeo Must Die. Yeah. yeah. But nah, DM, DMX acting ain't, ain't no, he ain't no slouch on that acting either. Yeah. DMX, man, just, that shit crazy because we getting old. Because like this getting. shit, this shit was. Yeah, I'm still getting that, man. I don't know what you're talking about. It's 2021, <laughs> bro. This shit was going around in like. 2000, like 2000, 21 years ago. Like, do y'all ever think about the fact that it's 2021? Yeah, yes, because that's crazy. The 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 most disrespectful thing that ever happened to me. I got carded. I got, <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little proud. I was getting carded. I pulled my ID out. She said, oh, "I see the 19." Uh, damn. Yeah, that's a, you don't even got to look for the past the first two digits no more. Oh, like, man. <laughs> you saw the man. 19? Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, you got to be old. You born in 19. Hell anything. yeah. You, if you was born in 19, anything, you are over 21 years old. Man. Shit. If you was born in 2000, you either 21 now or you've about to be 21. I wonder what it's like when kids listen to music from like the 70s. Cause when we listen to it, it's like, Oh, I remember this growing up. But when they listen to it, they're like, bro, this is that's damn near like us listening to music from like the fifties and sixties. Right. Them like, niggas be them niggas be acting like that about like the the two thousands. <laughs> Nelly is getting sampled left and right. Like somebody yeah, sampled that is uh, true. And you wanna come and take a ride with me? And then the Buster Challenge. Yeah, Buster. That's, that's two Nelly songs getting sampled this this in the last six months. Yeah, that's crazy. Nelly like Nelly like are we old enough to be sampling Nelly? Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Like that shit crazy, man. Man. Yeah, that is definitely crazy. I'm sorry, go ahead. Nah, nah, what you was gonna say? You was what? These man, these young kids, I was just (laughs) polling them, right? And this niggas from Atlanta. I was like, 
you, we we was talking about this at work a while ago, and I was like, "Do you know what the speaker box love below is?" And he's like, "Nah, what that is?" I'm like, "What nigga? Like what? what the fuck was? What wow. the fuck? That's <laughs> like, crazy." Like my mom didn't let us listen to secular music. However, right? <laughs> I made sure on them FBLA trips. <laughs> oh man! I remember Miss Johnson, uh, Miss the FBLA advisor. She took out the speaker box. It was like next album. No, she took out the love below when it got to the to the skit. We were like, imagine one layer. Her hell. She's like, that's <laughs> enough. Then take this out. Take this out. <laughs> Bro, that shit crazy because that's 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 how you know you was like a uh uh a student when you had to live vicariously through like FBLA trips and shit like that. Ah. Like, that's when you got to do the rest shit while you was while you was traveling, doing right, like, doing doing schoolwork, the rest of us ratchet ass niggas was doing this shit every day of our lives. Y'all niggas had to join FBLA and, and fucking Decca and shit like that to to be exposed to the ratchet shit. Man, let me tell you this, man. So I had a VCR in eighth grade. Hey, I mean, I know, right? What's a VCR? Exactly, right. I still got VCR. To what this VCR day. stand for? To this day, uh, video recorder, video cassette I, recorder, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, so I I labeled the tape. I bought a brand new blank tape, and I labeled it dance tape. And Uh-oh. so I recorded. And this is how I learned all the dance moves. I recorded Usher. Oh, I thought we were going somewhere else with it. Never mind. Okay, I, I cool. recorded. Uh, no, no. We're not going there. <laughs> I recorded. You don't have to call that video. Learned all the dance moves. I could probably still do it. I recorded. Some B2K video. I, th- I feel like you guys serve may have just came out. Maybe no B2K had just came out. So that uh uh-uh, uh I recorded that. Was what, bump, bump, bump. That's no, what I was gonna say. I was just... trying to learn the dance moves, but I ain't like it. Then I recorded Wyclef uh two wrongs. I recorded that video because I love that song. Then I recorded Breaking and Breaking Two. So I, I recorded a lot of dance stuff. And I was like, nah, mom, they're just dance videos. I'm just trying to learn the dances. But like I, that's how I used to sneak in, like in between breaking and breaking two. Little music video here, music video there. So that's how you sneak in <laughs> my secular music. Uh, speaking about music and old school music, though, uh, we do have a versus battle on Resur- the man. They timed it perfectly, though. I will say on Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I got it. Them folks right there. Y'all heard it. Oh, I got to know. We got, we got the Isley Brothers. Versus, do you remember the 21st night in September? The versus, versus, versus Earth, Wind, Earth, and Fire. Wind, fire. The elements. Yes. Who y'all got? Boy, I'm bringing out my herringbone chain. <laughs> I'm bringing out my pink now later gators. <laughs> Man, I'm bringing, I'm bringing, I'm bringing out my, uh, my, 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 what you call them? My tuxedo things with no shirt. <laughs> with no shirt. All right, so this is what I got. Only because I, most people don't know this about me, but doo-wop is one of my favorite genre of music. I love doo-wop. Okay. So Ain't therefore, I have to go with the Isley Brothers. Okay. Uh, okay. Earth, Wind & Fire is more funk. I love Earth, Wind & Fire. When I worked at Chuck E. Cheese, we danced to two of their songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I love both groups. So this is a perfect combination. This is a great night for me, however. Earth with him, I mean, uh, the Isley Brothers. Now, this is my thing in which I I hope, because this is, I like to predict the future, if y'all didn't know this. I like to just say, what's going to happen when this happens? Let's try to predict the future. The Isley Brothers' career resurrected when they collaborated a lot with Before us. you get to this part, <laughs> Eric, who you got? Who you got? Before you get to that part. I already know what he's going to say. I'm I'm going with with uh, Earth Wind and Fire only because I'm a musician at heart. So like, uh, okay. they had they had the full band. So like, I mean, yeah, it's like 98 members of Earth Wind and Fire. Yeah, right? so it's like <laughs> it's like the right. Roots and Earth Wind and Fire are trying to battle for and Wu Tang. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like so if you was in marching band, you played a lot. And, of and Earth, Wind, even Fire. like even being at Shaw and being a core style band, you play Earth Wind and Fire like. Uh, then definitely going to an HBCU and being in the band, you are gonna play something by Earth, Wind, and Fire. By them elements. Yeah, I, I, I would. And go. then let me say this real quick. I'm sorry. No, you good. The part you're gonna speak about ruined for before, me. Before, before, hold on. 
before. We gonna that's, that sounds like a whole conversation. <laughs> I, so me, I'm gonna go with the Isleys just because they catalog does not. It doesn't stretch longer, but it stretch across more time. Yeah. If that, if you, if you dig me, from what my boy Twan was saying and what you was about to say, I don't know, it might it, stretch longer though. Does it? When was the last Urban Fire album? They they came out with something recently, but it just didn't necessarily like. Cause you, I think, I cause you know, Ozzy Brothers started in the fifties, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. But you're saying yeah. the Ozzy Brothers stretch. No, no, that. I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We agreeing. So but I'm I'm going with Ozzy. Fire nah, had a deeper catalog, Isley, but they just but Urban Fire just covered. I mean, never mind. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm saying the Ozzy's just because they stand they stand up to date, man. Ron Ozzy. Bruh. I I, I kind of say, if it wasn't for Ron Isley, there would be no Birdman, cause that's damn near the same image, man. Come on, man. That's damn. Hey, no disrespect to either. If they feel like that's disrespectful, but hey, to me, Birdman is just an updated Ron Isley. So let's take a little <laughs> take a little tangent right here. I saw where Boosie got offended because somebody said he looked like Flavor Flav. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and then Flavor Flav responded, "Was like anything he looked like me." I was here first. I'm the OG. <laughs> In other words, but two cockroaches yelling about right. me. <laughs> if, if anybody ugly, I'm going to be the original ugly motherfucker. Right. <laughs> ain't nobody ugly to me. Hey. But anyways, so yeah, yeah. I so. ain't going to talk about Boosie. Boosie like the slap folks. So <laughs> that's why I got guns. Now, Not, man, y'all ain't seen the video? All right, never mind. I saw the video. He slapped the mess out of that dude. Yeah, paid him. I, I mean, slide no. I feel like if he got paid and dude volunteered for it, it shouldn't be no problem. Yeah, oh, I didn't That's know he all. got paid. Oh, yeah. He said he paid him like $500, and he had a contest for who's going to slap him. Like, who boots he going to slap for the video. And then somebody won, but they didn't end up going to the spot. So then he, they end up having to find somebody, and they pick dude, and I guess they – Pay dude like five hundred dollars, and that's probably the most money uh, so dude. Yeah, thousand dollars. You show you, so your private's on the live. You gonna get five hundred dollars? That's why I went and showed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. you know that on the live. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a thousand dollars. Give me a thousand dollars. Put your you get a thousand for that. You get five hundred for a slap. Get out of here. Yeah, I wouldn't did it either. Right, it's hard out here for men, man. Men yeah. got to make it their way. <laughs> but anywho, um, back back to what I was saying. So. I asked someone early in quarantine because one of my favorite songs is What Would You Do By The Isley Brothers. Hello, ladies. How are you doing tonight? Can I keep it real? I didn't do any right. vocal warm buzz. So you get me. Uh, yeah. You should not have sung that shit. Hey, on man, we're going to laugh. We're going <laughs> to laugh at it. It's going to sound good on playback. So it's not going to sound I'm good. I'm going to mix it. I'm going to mix like, it. I like that song. So I'm, I'm I was like, <laughs> I, and I was thinking, it. I was like, but Kells on the chorus, and Kells wrote it. Yeah. So, like, so where do we draw the line? Can we? Nah, you know, nah. Do, do you cancel songs? Nah. Can Can they perform Kells songs? Yes. Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't. Like, cause I play R. Kelly gospel album, and people are looking at me. Nah, man. You saved me. Nah, you right. can't cancel somebody else's music vicariously through Kells. Like, I, I, I. People ain't canceling that shit. No way. But you can't cancel Ron Isley or Mr. Big because he partnered with Kells. Because, I mean, Kells is doing music with everybody. Like, so you can't. I I just don't think that that shit should bleed in to, like, other people's shit. Because that contagious. Well, you remember. But you, go ahead. You remember back back during the uh, initiation of verses, T-Pain played his verse. Well, he played the chorus and then his verse of I'm a Flirt remix with R. Kelly. And they was like, oh, he lost that round. He shouldn't have played that song. Why would you play R. Kelly? But yeah. I, I mean, that's that niggas, was about that's a year ago. Opinions. <laughs> I'm just saying for me, nah, you can't. But I, to be honest, what I was going to say a few minutes ago is like that whole Kells, before Kells getting canceled, like, I all that Mr. Big shit annoyed the fuck out of me. Did it? Yes. You I tripping. Did. You ain't like contagious. I ain't like contagious. Man, they played that motherfucking song so goddamn much. That was a band song that everybody played. This like, is Mr. Big. How you doing, Mr. Big? Tell what's going on. What you mean what's going on? Uh, Kelly's telling me that you're sleeping with another one. <laughs> what you mean I'm sleeping with her? I could just be You don't like none of that? With. Man, that, that shit, so. 
man. You know, but but to think about it, like I feel like he definitely set the brute the the blueprint for a fucking um gap band. Um Charlie Uncle Wilson? Char- Charlie Wilson. Yeah. Now I feel like that shit, the shit that Charlie Wilson did, like working with Kanye West and all that shit, like that's I, I feel like uh, Ron Osley. Osley set the tone for that and made a way for uh, Charlie Wilson to like come back. Don't let reason. Charlie Wilson hear you say yeah, that. Yeah, because uh, no, <laughs> but he's right though. Because uh, Jada Kiss Cassidy, they got a song called Big. Bi- well, Jada Kiss got a song called Big Business, and it's uh, Ronald Osley on the chorus. And the remix got like Cassidy and everybody. Hey, ladies, nah. you just singing. You just right. singing everything today, huh? Nah, nah, nah. Eric gonna come in soon. He nah, get mad. Nah, nah. You know, Eric don't sing for free. You know, yeah. <laughs> he got a cash. You know, he put a thousand on the live. He'll sing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I feel like I feel like the Isley's got it. Just if they can, if they could perform the Kale songs, the Isley's not easily got it, but definitely can edge out they that win. Do it without that, but I, but that's again, that's only because them shits annoyed me. Like I feel like they was. But all the songs that Kells wrote ain't got Mr. Biggs on it. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I wasn't a fan of that Ronald Osley. Now, I love the Osley brothers. Like, I love their music. Like, Hello and all that. Man, shit. they got the Osley brothers got the most gangstest music ever. That, like, since uh, Minister Society, every time I hear the Osley, I just think some gangster shit is about to go down. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, you playing this with... Was about to happen. A drive by, somebody about to get shot. Somebody, so some one bullshit about to happen. One of my uh, Apple Music playlists, because you know I've, I've been making Apple pu- Music playlists <laughs> recently. Yeah. Make sure y'all check them out. Um, I called it "Who Sampled," and essentially, I like to do that too. It essentially is a whole list of the original, and well, of the re- well, it's a whole list of the remake and the original. And the very first song it was Ice Cube. It was a good day. Uh, and of course, the original is the Isley Brothers' "Footsteps in the Dark." Right. Yeah, but I gotta check that playlist out because I like, I like, I like doing shit like that. I like to pair like sample songs. Like, there's this tweet. Um, 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 is it my place? Uh, Nelly? Huh? Tweet. Oh, by tweet. I thought yeah. you said oh, it. Um, it was a tweet, like a Twitter tweet. No, no, no. Like the sun. You talking about Oop Goes? Okay. There goes my hand. Yeah, that uh, she uh, got this song called My Place. And y'all know who Gold Link is? I've heard of Gold Link. Yeah, yeah Gold, Gold Link, Link got a, a song called Dance on Me with that sample. And then uh, Bryson Tiller got a song on there. So I like I like to make playlists, like whenever that shit happened, mm-hmm. where it's like the original song is dope as fuck, and then the remakes is dope as fuck. But like you know, uh, Erica Badu did "Hello" with uh, oh yeah, with Andre Three Thousand. Yeah, that shit. That's oh, the, yeah. yeah, that whole mixtape fire. But that hell yeah, Andre killed that. Man, speaking of that mixtape, real quick, man. I I every every couple years I like to do a, a deep search because there was when that that mixtape came out, somebody did a chopped and screwed version. I saw it on YouTube, and that shit was so fucking good, and they took it off the internet. So I like yeah. I be like I ever, on YouTube no more. Yeah, yeah, they took it off the internet. That's a whole that, that's as a ta- as a tangent. Some of the mixtapes that came out, like some of that music is not on Spotify. Like a lot yeah. of Wayne shit is not on Spotify, Apple. It's not on any DSP whatsoever. So it's a lot of music that I got that's just like yeah, you hard. Gotta, you I got it on a hard drive, and so I'm not what, getting rid of it. So that's what I used to love about uh, Google Play. You could upload your own music to stream. Yeah, but Google Play is now YouTube Music, and I converted everything over, but I'm not sure if it converted over correctly. Yeah, you I ain't know, know you, you just got to download over. like Spin Real or uh, Dat Piff. Like you know they got apps. Yeah, uh, live but you made me sound like an old. You know they got an app for that. Old <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so back to your original point about the chop and screw. You know, uh, uh, colonizers have discovered this new form of music called slow and reverb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. But I ain't going to lie. It's some good shit on YouTube, (laughs) bro. They got a a one... uh, Michael Jackson rock with you. That slow and slow re- man, that shit so hard. Oh, so it's chopped and screwed. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, it's okay. slow. It ain't chopped though. It's just they just literally just slow 
the music and read. Yeah, it's, it's, it's oh. so they just literally they the chopping too gangster then. Yeah, they don't uh, go through and do all the work of chopped and screwed and like you know what I'm saying, chopping it. They just literally just slow it down and reverb it. But that shit go hard though. Cause but but it, if you let colonizers tell you, slow and reverb came out 2018, 2017. We know chopping screw came out in the 90s. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, some shout out to shit. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Texas. Yeah, shout out to Houston, Texas. And yeah. speaking about uh, and Swisher House and all that stuff. Yeah, and then yeah. and a lot of people don't know. Speaking about Swisher House and things like that, George Floyd was definitely a uh, he. He, you know, had did his thing. Was a I'll say a rapper. Yeah, to a certain extent, to certain certain degrees. Uh, with Swisher House in Texas and all that stuff. If I'm not mistaken, if I remember, uh, you know, a lot of times the politics be kind of crazy. I don't never want to do do nobody like that. But speaking of that, y'all been y'all been watching the trial at all, bro? I can't I can't bring myself to it, bro. I watched the verdict, torture porn, man. I can't. It's. I remember watching the Trayvon case. Yes. And I remember, like, oh man, look at all this evidence. They're playing a nine one one call. Oh, in my mind, it's up and sh- open and shut. And then to hear the not guilty, I was like, oh, this this payback from OJ, right? Yeah, That's how yeah. Saying that. So I, but, but it's but like I can't I can't go through that whole. My, I call my aunt. I'm on Facetime my aunt one uh, one day this week. She yelling and screaming. I like you watching the case, ain't you? She was like, yeah, it's so stupid. I was like, I can't. I can't. I'll call you later when the case ain't on. I can't go through that mental torture, man. I yeah, just, yeah, nah. Like, bro, I feel like I can't watch it and I can't check into that shit because I think that's like the biggest slap in the face to all the movements that come from like these situations happening and like how as a community, like we choose to uplift these people after they are murdered by the police and, like, after they, you know, experience these atrocities and then, like, they come back and it's like there's still no justice. So it's like, and just to, man, I was in a fucking gas station right around the street and they was playing, like, some some Fox News shit and they, they was, like, talking fucking real reckless on there about just, like, race and how, like, that shit ain't real. Like they, she had one of the ladies had made reference to Al Sharpton in the fake racial justice movement, and it was like they was talking real reckless. And I was just like, I had got so pissed, and I just left because it's just like these folks really believe that like the shit that happened to us ain't real. Right. Like like it ain't it ain't a real. Like it's just oh when we when we out here marching and shit like that that's just like oh they just want their way and shit you know what I'm saying like they they really invalidate all of that shit and these these verdicts help them invalidate the shit like it helped it helped them to be like oh well yeah they deserved it because the justice system played out and said. it was it wasn't right you know, they saw it my way yeah I I haven't I honestly haven't been watching it either i wanted i literally had told myself i'm going to watch it but i couldn't bring myself to do it just because like twan said i just want to see the verdict because in my like it ain't that my mind is made up but i saw the video like there's video evidence i don't understand how this is a long drawn out trial i do feel like uh what's his name Derek siobhan yeah yeah i do feel like you know in the american process you should get a trial he should get all those rights because, you know, if you impede on anyone's rights, you impede on all of our rights. So you should get a trial. However, that video evidence. right there. You said you peed on, on one person, you impede on all of us. Yeah. Just because it is uh, April 4th, and I believe this is the day that uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated. I could be 100% wrong. I think it is April 4th or 3rd, but he quoted and said, injustice threat to, uh, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. No, that's that's real. That's real. So he should get a trial, but bro, we got evidence. It's like right here. And then you like I I've been watching like you know headlines that said a police officer said uh, that he should have got off his neck, and that the EMT said that he they like they didn't even try to help him. Like when they arrived on the scene, that the EMT is the person who took the handcuffs off of George Floyd, and he was already dead before they like took the handcuffs off of him. 
Yeah. So, they, and they were still on his neck. And they're still trying to say that he died of a drug overdose and he died of this and that. And we're like, bro, we watched you right. kill him. Yeah. It's, and now yeah. we got to prove that you killed him. Yeah. We... So, I mean, yeah, I, that, that's why I can't, I can't, I can't watch it. It's, yeah, I mean, even just talking about it's tough for me, man. No, nah, it, it's, it's crazy. And then, you know, it is around the time of like, once again, last year with Corona, coronavirus when it first popped off. So all, all this stuff and it's like all these, all these um circumstances and situations are coming to a head like a year later. So it kind of yeah. just kind of shows you that, you know, time doesn't necessarily Heal our wounds. One heal our wounds, and then it's like it's it it's a preparation of moving forward. So what you do now uh, leads to today. Because I honestly feel like had it not blown up, George Floyd would have just been another person killed by the police officers. Yeah, but so in a way, coronavirus kind of actually is bringing him justice. Yeah, I mean, because we was all forced to just. I mean, I was at home. I was working from home. We was all, we had nothing else to do. Like, normally we can make ourselves busy so we don't have to pay attention to it. But it was like, as much as I try to avoid that video, right? it came across and it was like, oh, this is, this is, this is, watching that for eight minutes and 46 seconds was worse than any World Star video of anything yeah. else I watched with somebody getting I, shot or jumped or beat. That right. was just. I actually never watched the video. Don't do it. Because yeah, because I, I was protective of my own, like, headspace. Like, I stopped watching Worldstar years ago for that, that same reason. Because I, I just, I really don't like to see violence, like, like in it while it's happening, no matter who it is against, like, like or whether justice is seek, you know, served or whatever. I just don't like to see violence. And I think, like... In in our our culture, and when I say culture, I don't just mean black culture. I mean like American, American culture. culture. Yeah. Like we normalize seeing violence so much, and it's like like we, especially as black people, especially with this type of situation, we get to see this violence, and we don't get justice after the violence. So it's like it's almost like in vain watching the violence. Mm-hmm. No, that, it, it's an investment in our dysfunction. Right, right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> really? That's a, that's how I see it. I, say, I, I, I absolutely understand what you were saying. That's how I see it, perceive it. It's yeah. an investment in our dysfunction or destruction. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's like, it's no reason for us to even watch this shit or see it. And another thing I say is, it's kind of crazy that, like, for violent videos, you can watch them on just any... Yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like you can Google uh, Becky breaks her neck on YouTube and you'll see like a thousand cheerleaders that just do a t- try to tumble and they break their neck. Or you can see yeah. uh bungee jump gone wrong and see people just jump to their death. Right. And it's no filter. But if you type in like, oh, BBW porn, you got are you over 18 and all this type stuff? Yeah, yeah that's it's, true. It's so crazy, man, because I remember back in like the eighth grade, like when Napster was going on. Like, um, there was this this freaking, like, they had these death videos. Like, y'all remember that? From overseas? There was shit in America, too. Like, oh, no, I, I, it was like, it was like, it was like instant death videos. And, like, this shit, bro, I, I saw, they, I end up hearing that shit was fake. But, like, I saw somebody, like, shoot this woman in the head. In the video, mm. and I was scarred. Like I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I, that shit happened to me before too. Yeah, I was fucking scarred yeah, on I saw that the shit. POW videos, I ain't seen none of that. I don't yeah, yeah, it was like it was faces of death. Face, yeah, that's what it, it was. Yeah. A DVD, it was a yeah. whole DVD, faces of death. Because I remember it was like it started off with a dude going to a courthouse, and then he just literally blow his brains out in the courthouse. Yeah. That night, I had a nightmare. Like yeah, that night. like bro, when I saw that video, when I saw that video. Like it literally, like it was weeks that I I could not get that. Im- it probably was months for me to get that image out of my head. And kind of like ever since then, like I just don't, man. I don't even fuck with that shit. Like I don't, I don't like to see people get knocked out on video. Like I don't like to see violence, man. Yeah, unless it's UFC or like yeah, uh, yeah. someone defending themselves. But them one side yeah. fights be hell, bro. Like yeah, no, nah, ain't man, cool. That yeah, shit, like and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like that shit, bro. Like in our again in our culture, man, we normalize this shit so much. 
And we see this shit so much. And, like, that shit, like, I ain't going to go too deep, but that shit go back to them, like, having lynch mobs and watching people. And the Mandingo like, Warriors. You yeah, like. Go? That was real. Yeah, like, them, they they normalize watching people get murdered. And, like, like I feel like that shit is a part of the deeply rooted, like, fucked up issue in American psyche. Speak. Oh, you go ahead and go. I was gonna say, just speaking of Django, there was the scene in there where he was like, "Man, he walked up to the Mandingo warrior. He was like, yeah, man, you uh, you, you know, you're supposed to get so many fights out of you.' He's like, "Yeah, but I fought ten fights and I and I won every one.' But he was like, "Yeah, but you almost lost two. Like, man, the man yeah. got the victory. He's still talking, you know. So, yeah. S- speaking about the normalization of our society, I did want to ask you guys on this Resurrection Sunday, and I most definitely got to say that. Before I bring up this next topic. Uh, yeah. He the reason for the season. Uh, Lil Nas X in his video. So one I ain't even the shoes, the video, the imagery, the normalization. Um, people some people are up in arms about it, and some people are like, oh, you just mad because he's gay. Once again, if we were talking about uh shooting, killing, selling drugs, or do you uh the WAP video. Anything like that, we wouldn't have a problem with it. The, the so, WAP video? In, in the, WAP. WAP, my bad. <laughs> WAP video. Wesley Wabbits. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Something like that. But the WAP video, like, don't they saying one side of the argument I've seen is people getting upset that, you know, he gay and he, you know, giving Lucifer a lap dance. And then the other side, I'm seeing people say, like, oh, no, nah, you just, you know, mad because – He's being himself and stuff like that. So I want to ask y'all how y'all how y'all feel about it. For me, it's like, okay, the gay part of it doesn't that shit it has it has nothing to do with me. I don't care. I don't care how people are. I don't care what people's choices are. Like I'm not infringing on that. But like the whole idea that people are just being who they are by doing certain things. Is like, it's like, at what point do you know? You know, like I feel like humans operate in extremes, right? So it's like when when you go from like being where you can't just be gay in the public, or not even gay. We not. I don't even want to address the gay part because I don't have any problem with that. I I'm more so addressing like the the whole demon part, like in like how we kind of normalize that being art, you know what I'm saying? Or like that, that being somebody just being open to their internal expression and shit like that. And it's like, but Meg, Meg always talking about she on demon time. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like that shit is, that shit is, but she was just talking about like, you know, demon time as in like, you know, CP time or like demon time was a, never mind. Nah, she's saying like, "Hey, I'm on, I'm with the, I'm with the bullshit. I'm with the fuck shit. Anything that's you know, let, what's up? We here? Well, I didn't. I, I interpret it as in like demon time as the, not like the same. when you doing some shit that you wouldn't normally do. That's right. how I internalize it. Is is that something you're demon? Demon time is the whole thing. Even Beyonce talked about it. Yeah, but, but we, I, that, we we say that for another. Well, nah, I, so. Well, with me and the little Nas X thing, I feel like I feel like you have the right to be upset about it. You have the right to feel like Buddy's doing okay. But you can't not acknowledge that he is somehow shifting the Overton's window. And the Overton window is just like the general psychology of the the the, the stratosphere of people. So like Trump was notorious at shifting the Overton window. He'll be like, Oh, uh he so pretty much shifting the Overton window. You'll do something really extreme to shift the norm. So that's what, what look, that's why yeah. I said people operate in extreme. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I meant. Is is like in and but we we say that doing the extreme is just like you being artistic and opening to how you feel. And it's like, no, that shit is one hundred percent in response to the opposite end of the spectrum. Like like, right, like the oppression, like the or, Democrats and the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like they're just arguing because. Yeah. Oh, you think this? Well, I don't like you, so I'm gonna think that. Right, exact you, I'm just gonna be the opposite. exact opposite, and like yeah. that's that. Like what what part concerns me is that people don't understand that that's not that's not free thought, like because you're really 
like to do something satanic is just to reproduce a thought that's already out there. It's an unpopular thought. Right. It's like an unpopular image to show, but it's like we've all heard about Satan our entire lives. Like in movies and shows, they show demons and shit like that. So it's like people, my, I don't have any problem with it. I, I really don't care, but I just, I would more so want people to understand that like that shit doesn't represent like you just being who you are. That's still programming. True. Like that's still like your psyche being like played with your entire life. Like you were, you were exposed to this at some point. So like, as again, like shifting that window and like operating an extreme is like, Oh, like now I have a freedom. So I'm going to just show a demon like, or, like, I'm just going to be a male on TV that is walking around in high heels and stuff like that. Which, again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that that's not, that's not, that's not necessarily like a, a idea that you created just from yourself. Right. And I also feel like, if, oh, shit, my bad. And stop touching the mic. I, it's right there. It's right there. Let me lean this out. My bad. Hey, man. That, that, that. <laughs> Napoleon touching the mic, man. <laughs> but I also think people, a certain subset of people want to be upset. Like, yeah. they, like, people look for outrage to be upset about. And it's like, bruh, chill out. Like, it's, it would, be, it would, I don't know, it sounds crazy, but it would go over so much easier. That's how, once again, that's how Trump got elected. It would yeah, go over yeah. so much easier if niggas didn't talk about it. But if you yeah, didn't talk about it, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't have known so, about so, it. So, so that was going to say how I feel about it. Number one, I appreciate, uh, even though Eric don't like him, he's doing his best Lil Wayne impersonation with his big in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, I I literally stayed away from it because I didn't want to watch it. I don't want to entertain it. I don't even want to feed my spirit. Nothing like that. And number two, unfortunately, is great marketing. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. that, and that's the thing. And the song is good though. Like, I haven't listened. I haven't I listened, to, listen it. to the song, bro. I can't listen to the song. I haven't listened to I, it. I saw. On accident, a piece of the video where he snapped the devil's neck, and I'm like, I'm not even, I can't. Why have I seen this much of it? Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying. Um, it's like you were saying, people operating in extremes. I feel like so. So I saw on Instagram a dude who said he wanted to show his kids you have the freedom to dress. So he wore skirts every day. It's like, so won't you wear plaid every day? Won't you? You know, right? Like, yeah. Like yeah. there's so many articles. You're like, you always go to. Oh, I'm not gonna wear men clothes. Wear women. You know, um, like Dwayne Wade, even when when he was like, "Yo, I want to show, like, I want to express myself differently." I'm a, I'm a color my hair pink. You know what I'm saying? Of all right. the colors in the rainbow, he chooses pink. So like, I feel like people always go to the extreme. Yeah, yeah they but people, they're trying. But yeah, the thing yeah. is, they're trying to grab that attention and say, "Hey, I'm doing something." To right. maybe they want that attention, or maybe they like. Like the thing it's, is, it's not a free thought. Like, cause if you really like I'm the color saying. pink, then you would just you just get pink. Fuck pink. it. Like, right. but this is the thing, though. People choose those things because they know they op they they show up in the opposing opinion. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's not like okay to pick pink. Like pink is just a color. That shit has nothing to do with gender. Right. One of my favorite but colors I, is pink. Honestly. Right. Like, but I I know that pink is like. Oh, if I'm showing that I'm pink, niggas will call me creative. They'll call me a free thinker or they'll call me somebody who's free. But it's like if you pick a new color, like you create a new niggas is just not creative in my opinion. <laughs> like, like yeah. and by niggas, I ain't talking about black people. I'm talking about people. people in they, they reinvent the wheel. There's right. Like, and that's, oh, I gotta I gotta show that I'm I'm free with my clothes. I'm gonna wear women's clothes, I'm wear women's blouses. Oh, I wanna, I wanna show I'm an artist, so I'm gonna go. Why, like you said earlier, why is everything artistic has to be dark or demonic? Right, right, mean? right, right. You could just create a new thing, but I think that's like too hard. I think it, I was just about to say lazy. I think it's it's lazy. Same like, thing? Yeah, that exactly. It's, it's the same thing. <laughs> I think niggas be lazy, and it's like, bro, you can you can do so much creativity and that's not even that's not even like boxing you in but but like create mixed colors to make a new color yeah. like that's what artists in my opinion or the art that i appreciate it don't have a gender or sexuality or any of that shit on it like just just choosing what you want to rock 
that because I think like the culture puts two choices in front of you, like a choice they approve of and a choice they condemn. And like people think they don't even understand that you still operating under the two choices. Right. Yeah. Like you still offer you still you still kind of oppressed because they still gave you both choices. Right. Like create to be artistic and free thinker. So I'm going to choose to condemn. <laughs> but yeah, but the thing that really get me is that so what little it's pretty much throwing rocks and then hiding your hands because he'll do it or not even just Lil Nas X people do it like everybody does it and it's been done it's marketing and it just really gets the yeah. people going. What they'll do is person A will assert something that they know will get under person B skin, and then when person B reacts, they'll be like, oh. Why are you mad? Right. What, what are you mad at? Like, why? Or, or it, it could be why? Why don't you like uh, WAP? Or why don't you like uh, Lil Nas X? Or why don't you like? I seen a post. It was a chick. She said something. It was an old Facebook post or whatever. But she said, "Yeah, I got fired from my job because I ain't want to straighten my hair. So when I get on and boss up, I'm paraphrasing that I'm gonna make it my store policy that uh, I will not allow blonde hair in my establishment. Yeah. So if you want to get a job." at working at my establishment, you either going to have to dye your hair and put a perm in it, or you won't have a job So with you me. just recreate no pressure. Yeah, so you recreate no pressure. Right. Then, you know, it was clearly white people in the comments getting upset, like, oh, blah, 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 and this, that, and the third. But it's like, that's kind of what you're telling black people to do. Right. I will so, say this, is a Lil Nas X, uh, I'm sorry, Lil Nas X clapback game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yo, you can't say nothing to him. Like, that shit was He's funny. almost like Doc Rivers. You can't get underneath his skin. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I respect, I 100% respect them for that. And like, like, and everything that I'm saying is not criticizing him as a person. I'm just, as the person who's like, want to pe push people like forward past oppression. Right. Like, I want you to understand that your first, most of the time, your first um, thought or your first process to go against the system is just to pick another end of the system. So then if you know that, then you create beyond that. Then you're like, oh, shit. So if I just do this, I'm still just playing their hand. So I'm going to just do some other shit. Like, so I, I think, like, people just need to know that. So when they go into, like, what what is really free thought, like, right. like even with Kanye and Kanye wearing the MAGA hat and calling that free thought, that's not free thought. There's all already like a group of people that wear MAGA hats. That's that condemn right. and yeah, uh, and yeah. But you know, you know, yeah, that's yeah. you. That's not free thought. Like yeah. free thought is the other shit that you're doing, like creating fucking Yeezy three fifties and like creating these fucking clogs that came out. Like <laughs> that's free thought because you created a whole new, a whole new image of what shoes look like and like like. We gotta celebrate. Well, that. Crocs had kind of done it before, so Who? Crocs. Yeah, but but yeah. what I'm saying is like that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I like, fought with Kanye a little bit. A little yeah, bit. You, you a got little this. Bit. You, I, you know, I couldn't let that ride. Sidebar. His uh, I didn't. I didn't. I just found out his uh, his party was the birthday party. I I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Democrat party, the Republican party, and the birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But no, nah, man. Uh. What 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 else we got to talk about? Y'all want to talk about MLB? How much time? Uh, yeah, yeah, we got enough time to talk about MLB. So yeah, well, your thoughts on the MLB? So recently, I, I, the, I the thought that would happen, but Georgia yeah. MLB said fuck fuck Atlanta and the Cobb County Braves. We're not gonna come here for y'all All Star game because <laughs> Cobb County Braves. Uh, because we're not gonna we're not gonna we don't uh, we don't like your voting rules. Yeah, we don't so like your voting we don't rules. Like your voters' oppression. Yeah. Uh, so it, it it's oh, my bad. I just hit the mic. I apologize. But I thought it was funny. Major League Baseball, who fought the hardest in my opinion to keep Negroes out of their organization, is yeah. the one who is like, we don't support your voter suppression. Like, I mean, it's a right though. That's yeah. that's the thing. It's a, it's about rights. So I feel it. But like they just now, they're just now counting. Uh, I think maybe last year, or the year before, they just start. They just now started to count the Negro League stats as part of Major League Baseball stats. Yeah, you know it takes a minute for people to wake up. The minute the NBA been counted, the ABA, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They acknowledge the ABA, right? You remember the All Star Game used to have the ABA balls on the years. Yeah, they damn damn they sure did. Yeah. 
Yeah. NBA jams, you used to be able to put the code in and play with the NBA I ball. mean, that's everybody's favorite ball, though. Right. That's clearly a better ball. Yeah, like, you, know, you get more buckets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Pause. <laughs> I don't really got no feelings about it. Um, I Y'all, I'm just learning about this shit, sitting down, talking to y'all right uh, now. Well, you want to do a better explanation? No, well, the only one, the one caveat I got to say is it, it's a Georgia senator that says he's got his team working on making laws or legislation to repeal the antitrust acts that are the exception for the MLB. So I feel like that's one, very petty, and two, it lets you know where their minds are because you not getting money because you trying to suppress voters. Like, if that's the side of the field you want to be on, stand there. Don't get upset and be very reactionary and retaliatory toward uh private organization which republicans tout to love so much i so the funniest thing i saw about this brian kemp released a statement saying that it is stacy abram keisha lance bottom warnock and uh what's other osoff oh it was warnock and osoff's fault that the mlb are removing the all-star game from atlanta he said that it was the the liberal leftists and all these other terms that, you know, there's like the trigger words and they're the root cause. I was like, but MLB says it's the new voter <laughs> suppression laws, which you passed. Right. Which you signed. And you get- the root, the cause, the source. Hey, A is the reason why B happened. Bruh, we know by <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, bruh, these niggas will change a narrative <laughs> to, to fucking anything. Whatever. Bruh. We, we already, them motherfuckers, bruh, they, they are the best narrative changers of anything. And the funny shit is, is people just roll with the narrative. I totally forgot bruh. about that, man. You right. You absolutely yeah. right. Colin Kaepernick, my homie, man. Like they said, oh, you disrespecting the flag? Like, what about the what about the veterans? Now I'm talking about police brutality. He's disrespecting the army, right? Police police brutality. What about my father? He died. (laughs) World War Two was bad. Well, I'm gonna sit with a soldier, and we're gonna talk about it. So instead of sitting down, I'm gonna kneel. Right? No, no, he's disrespecting the country. But that shit crazy because that's their platform and it works for them. I think was was making it worse for the uh, colonizer or uh, or whoever you want to call it here in Atlanta uh, is the fact that the (laughs) NBA had their All Star game. Uh, So now black folks is one up on them right now. Oh man, in the city, (laughs) you can't have one up on on a white person in 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 Georgia. Oh man, not for too long. Not for too long. I remember. I remember. Last time it happened was Reconstruction. We saw how that worked out. When I was in fifth grade, <laughs> I got suspended for fighting this guy, uh, Elijah Perry. Me and Elijah Perry got in a fight. We both got suspended for three days. What you been suspended for fight? Yeah, I got suspended for fight. It was elementary school. It was fifth grade. Uh, <laughs> got suspended for fighting. I came back to school, and since I we got in a fight that Monday, missed Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All the tests in fifth grade was on Friday. We failed every test because we wasn't there that weekend. You know, we was at home chilling, watching Mari and Jerry Springer. We weren't thinking about reading. Right. So we failed every test that Friday. At the end of that six weeks, I got A.B. on the road. This guy, John Roba, I remember his name, white boy. Damn near, and I'm going to say damn, damn near cussed the teacher out. He was like, he got suspended and missed three days of school, and I still don't get on the road? Cussed him out. Like, why, why is this? Why is that? I was like, bro, I'm smarter than you. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said all that to say is that white people in Georgia hate when blacks got one up on them. Yeah, bro. We, oh, we got a, we got a, it's a blue state now. Them niggas going to be salty <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. So. At least the next two years, hopefully four or eight, you know. Yeah, yeah man. But that's a good way to end the podcast with one up. <laughs>
On them pork nips. All the way back to the fifth grade. On them <laughs> you know what's going on. Yeah. Don't play with him, home. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> nah. Y'all got any final, that's a final thought? We done? I, I have a final thought. That wasn't my final thought. Man. It should have been. I, it should have been. Like, been more, we more left more on a high note. I know. Yeah. I had something else high. So, y'all know, y'all, this year I missed the Super Bowl. I didn't get a chance to watch Super Bowl yeah. because I was, um, Video mixing or 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 directing uh, a video concert for Kevin Lemons, and they put some videos out on YouTube. So y'all want y'all can go check out. Type in Kevin Lemons. It's Kevin Lemons and the uh, I think Higher Calling is their twenty fifth uh, concert, twenty fifth anniversary concert. I directed the visuals. I didn't direct the choir. I directed the visuals. That's so, dope. Uh, so I was That's on. I was on really the, uh, what's it, the magic box, the black magic. What you call yeah, it? The ATM mini. Yeah, I was on the ATM mini. I was calling the shots. I was switching the cameras. All the visuals was done by your boy. Um, it's not my best work, but it, man, that's it, fire, bro. But it, that's it, hard, wanted. bro. I gave them exactly what they wanted. They wanted to keep that's it wanted. That's it, hard, bro. Simple. I kept it simple. It, and you know, it's, you got to check it out. It's hard as hell. It, it's gospel music, so it's great too. It's, it's that old school Baptist stuff. It's hard as heaven. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah hey, so. so I'm a on the the note of visuals and ATM minis. Fucking check out Broadcast Hub and fucking Linux Mall. Like they got some really dope shit. Um, if you're trying to do a podcast, you're trying to do visuals, they got pretty much everything you need. And I won a raffle there this week. So hey, shout out to Broadcast. Shout out though. to them. It's shout out to those story. guys. Most definitely. Shout out to Xavier. Yeah. I record. He did our video. <laughs> yeah. That's Quinn. Quinta, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> you see how I was about to roll with it, and I'm like, what? Did yeah, our video. So my my uh my cousin name is Quentin Xavier Turner. So that's that's the only Clean excuse. it up. That's the only excuse I can say. But yeah, I totally messed up you. My bad, Q. Quentin nah. Thomas. Yeah. That's that's dope. That's dope. I will say, uh, if you are a listener, please check out our guys, uh Hustle Ninjas. We got a com- yeah. uh we got a Wait, wait, a co- not a what you call that? A cameo. That's what it was. I knew it was something with a cameo. Yeah. I was about to say cracker. But uh, we got a cameo in uh and uh, you know, check them out, you know, like and support their page, just like you like and support ours. Most definitely we want some of those reviews. And uh, you know, that's that's about all, man. I ain't got nothing else. Well, uh, this is another edition of uh my homeboy podcast. I got my homeboy E Money. I got my homeboy Napoleon. I got my homeboy Twan Lack. And we out. We out.